everyone. I'm Teresa Caesar, your host of Heart to Talk, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to my third episode. I have realized we all have paths that are filled with lessons to help us along the way so that we have the opportunity for expansion. The biggest lessons come from our mistakes and suffering, painful childhood, divorce, death, illness, regrets, you name it. However, it is up to us to make peace with pain, forgive others, and forgive ourselves. Remember, you gain wisdom from your wounds, and it's always best to put your pain into passion. Today's guest, Yvonne Peicher, has done those things with her pain. She will bravely share with us her personal story that she describes it to be the best and worst thing that's ever happened to her. And she believes that choosing forgiveness is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself. I bring to you my conversation with Yvonne Peicher. Hello, Yvonne. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm great and better now that you are here to join me and tell our listeners all about your story. I understand in high school, you had a painful experience something that disrupted your family and really your world. Can you tell us about that? Of course. So it all started when my dad had asked um, my mom for a divorce. And I've had my dad for, you know, for the most important years of my life up until I was 18. And I almost felt it was more hurtful because I knew everything that was going on. And so it was pretty much about a year and a half later, the divorce, my father moved away. He's now in the Philippines and we have no communication. My mother became very depressed and it was just sad. My mom was still working a little, but it wasn't at the same as it was before because of her depression. And she was, I mean, she couldn't even get out of bed. And I said, mom, I'm going to start working more to help you pay the bills So that started happening, and it turns out that our home almost had to go under foreclosure um, because we we didn't have the money. And so that really hurt my mom, and it really hurt me, and I was scared. I did not know anything about financials. What does even foreclosure mean? What happens? And so I was so scared. I was working 50 to 60 hours in order to, to pay the bills. My mom ended up getting a realtor who helped us sell our home. It it didn't go under foreclosure, thank God. And that all happened within four months. I left college, started working more. And in four months, we were able to save up money, um, not only from the selling of our home, but I was able to get some help from family housing. So with all of those resources, I was able to buy my first home. I, I've just never felt so alone. And I remember there was a point in my life where I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I thought to myself, am I going to have to care financially for my mom forever? Am I not going to be able to graduate from college? We didn't communicate with family what was going on. We didn't let our family know. Um, I didn't let my friends know. And I wish that I did. And um, for anyone who goes through something like this, it's just, you know, rely on family and friends. It it happens to the the best of us. I agree. You probably felt shame, right? And I think a lot of people do that in response because they're embarrassed. And then they think that this defines them. Mm -hmm. So 
finally you open up to family, you start to heal. Mm -hmm. So what was life like after that? You know, I started seeing things a lot differently. So I just went straight into the U of A. I was able to get some scholarships and I think it was once I started talking to friends again, making new friends, you know, doing something other than worrying about my mom and my in my personal life and just working all the time. My mom did get better and, you know, she started going out. So question for you, have you spoken to your father? No. Um, I try to reach out to him. He doesn't reach back out. I even emailed one of my aunts and I was like, hi, like, can you please let my dad know that I want to talk to him? And apparently she had reached out to his new wife and the wife said, oh, he doesn't want anything to do with her. So it's been since 2014 that I haven't spoken with my dad. Have you forgiven him? Yeah, um, I actually have. How were you able to do that? Not only was there the divorce, but the fact that you don't have a relationship and he's just moved on, decided to walk away Mm -hmm. and not look back. And that's a hard pill to swallow. And I just admire, you know, your strength to recover from this. So any advice you have on how you can forgive? I want to say my mom actually played a major part in this because throughout her therapy, the therapist was saying that in order for you to recover, you need to forgive those that hurt you. Mom would just always tell me, she's like, reach out to your dad. If he doesn't want to reach back out, don't take it personal. You need to learn to forgive him. Even though he doesn't know that, you need to do that for yourself. I just forgave my dad for everything because I don't really know what he was going through in his mind. He never really communicated with us. He never really said why he wanted to divorce my mom. Whatever it was, it was, um, you know, the saying, it's not me, it's you. It, It really was him. For someone to not want to speak to their daughter, there's some underlying issue. There's things that he needs to go through and face and maybe, you know, seek help that to me, that's more of like, that's a him issue. Like he's going through something and I just feel bad for him. I forgive him for everything that he's done because I did not do anything to make him act that way. Um, wow. That's really incredible. If you can like summarize what this whole experience has taught you. What it taught me is that as long as you keep pushing forward, everything will be okay. And I wish I knew that back back then because there was countless days, nights. I would even cry myself to sleep because I, I mean, like I, I know I've said this so many times, I did not see the light at the end of the tunnel. I did not see my life getting any better. I did not see anything getting better whatsoever. And if I just knew that as long as I keep doing what's right and just keep pushing forward, it's going to get better. I'm not going to be staying at this at the same place all the time. I think that couldn't be more perfectly said. Well, I am grateful to you, and I know that the listeners can relate. I think we've all had some suffering, um, you know, whether it was similar, but I guess we can't escape suffering, sadly. But it's those things that actually build us, right, and get us to become who we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, I appreciate your willingness to share. 
Before we close up our episode, I have three questions. It's tradition. Okay. So the first one, we're going to lighten it up a bit. What is the best thing that's happened to you so far? I think the best thing that has ever happened to me is buying a home at such a young age, um, graduating college, and and my career three months after graduation. It was just three very positive things that happened to me that I will never take for granted. I mean, even though it was a struggle, you know, buying my first home, I resented my mother for it, or the fact that I had to drop out of college so I could work more. And I mean, just knowing that there was success at the end of all of that, I think that's the best thing. It was the worst and the best thing that has ever happened to me. Beautiful. It's like a balance, right? With yeah. the bad and the good. <laughs> all right. Next question. What's your favorite quote? My favorite quote is try not to become a man of success, rather become a man of value, Albert Einstein. And the reason why I chose that is because with value, you could have success. And just starting off with value, I mean, I I feel like you could do anything with that. That's beautiful. Love it. Last question. What's your favorite book? Okay, so this is really funny. Um, It is Everybody Always by Bob Goff. And the reason behind that is because as I got older, I would take difficult people very personal. (laughs) I've always worked in restaurants. Being in customer service for so long, um, you know, you face wonderful people that could change your lives to very difficult people that could question why you're even on this earth. And I've experienced them all. And so... I, my mom would always tell me, she's like, don't take anything personal, just let it go. But it wasn't until I read this book. Um, and after the title, it, it, it says becoming love in a world full of setbacks and difficult people. And, and I guess, you know, that also plays part of why I was able to forgive my father, you know, because I guess you could say he's difficult as in he's not letting me reach out to him is that there's difficult people out there, but it shouldn't really affect you. And so now when someone is rude to me or, you know, says something to me, I'm just like, okay, whatever. And so that book just really helped me love everyone and just know that everyone has a story. Everyone has a reason as to why they are who they are today. And I I shouldn't take it personal. It's just the way they are. That's awesome. Great advice. Great book. Great quote. And wonderful you. Thank you so much for joining. And I do hope you have an incredible rest of your day, year, and lots of love and happiness. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to my conversation with Yvonne Peicher. If you liked what you heard, please tell your friends and hit subscribe. For show notes and information about upcoming podcasts, go to www.hearttotalk.com or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. I'll be back in two weeks.